Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Greenbar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldsmith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billiken win! Billiken win! Now, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back to the show. We are coming to you from Ballpark Village, Cardinals Nation. The Cardinals and the Pirates today. 115 start, 1220 pregame. Joe Pott will have that one today. I'm Tom Ackerman, and I am here hosting sports on a Sunday morning from this great spot. Really enjoyed all of the sports on yesterday, even though some of them resulted in losses. Cardinals lost. Drew Verhagen gave up a home run to Palacios in the ninth. The Cardinals lost that 7-6. Ollie Marmel was here with us in person at Cardinals Nation talking about that and more. I was interested in his observations of certain players, kind of how they evaluate looking into 2024, but also how he looks at himself. If you want to go back and listen to that interview, it's on the Odyssey app. You just go back to 10:15 is when he was with us, and a little bit later, our producer Tyler Rosen will have that up on our podcast, our Sports on a Sunday Morning podcast, and you can hear that interview in its entirety because there was some self-reflection there by Ollie, and knowing that in year two they have put together a losing season, and you know you can be hard on yourself, and he will be. Oh, but while also trying to stay positive and know that the important thing for him to do is lead and lead this team as they head into the offseason, try to build them for year three. John Moselock, the Cardinals president of baseball operations, will be with us uh, coming up at 1130. The other thing that happened yesterday, and we'll talk to Lutz Fanensteel about it here in just a moment, is that City lost to Kansas City 2-1. to one. A couple of things that stand out to me there. Great crowd St. Louis-wise in Kansas City. Uh, they brought a lot of fans over there, but also the fact that the Kansas City fans seemed to feed off of that, and they were loud too. And when KC played a physical game against St. Louis, and I mean physical, and then came back and won the game 2-1, to one, I started thinking, there's your rival. There it is right there. You can already see St. Louis has emerged as a villain. Not the... You know, little expansion team that are, just kind of comes into the MLS and ever into MLS, and everybody's sort of looking at them. No, St. Louis is a player now. They're the first place team in the West. They're the villain in Kansas City. They're probably going to end up being the villain in some other cities. They're a team that people want to knock off, and it happened fast. They are not an expansion team. You don't say expansion team St. Louis City SC. You say playoff contender, first place, what have you. It's a good team. Uh, they're going to now face everybody's best we'll see how that translates moving forward and then the third thing is that was a great day of college football my team lost to ohio state 23 to 3 but i thought indiana's defense was pretty good actually more than pretty good i'm not sure ohio state scores 
23 or under for the rest of the season. That's a, an elite team that will just get better and better. That is an elite Ohio State defense that shut Indiana down to three points. That said, Indiana's got to figure out how to get some offense moving. On the other side, Illinois uh, with a great win. And Toledo is not a pushover. Toledo's a good team out of the MAC. They were nine-point dogs. They came out, played them tough. Uh, Illinois shot itself in the foot, though, a few times with penalties. They've got to cut those out. They've got to get some flow going. They cannot count on winning games 30-28 to 28 on a last-second field goal and rallying like they did with a ridiculous throw-and-catch Altmeyer to Washington that I watched over and over again, still trying to figure out how Washington got the ball, you know, getting himself in great position. Um, Illinois defensively not as good as I thought they would be. I didn't think they did a good job stopping the run. Uh, they need to be better there. They're supposed to be a big, tough, physical team. These Big Ten teams will run you over if you play run defense like that. Uh, they have very good receivers on offense. I thought Altmeyer was a little bit better than I thought he would be. I think he's pretty good. He's got a nice arm. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do here moving forward. But it's a, it's a good football team. It's a win. You take it if you're Illinois, but there are some things they need to improve. They won the game yesterday 30-28 to over a very good Toledo Rockets team. The story of the day in college football, though, without question, is Colorado going down to TCU and winning. That is an incredible win. I mean, TCU plays video game-style games. They, they score a lot. They give up a lot. So there's no surprise there. But this was not supposed to happen. And Deion Sanders will take this, and he will ride it forever. If you don't like Deion Sanders, you might as well turn off the TV because he is going to be everywhere. Tomorrow, Tuesday, the next day, for weeks to come, he will be the story in college football until they take a step back because they went down to 17th-ranked TCU. They beat him 45-42. His son, Shadur, threw for 510 yards. His defensive back, Travis Hunter, caught 11 passes for over 100 yards. He's an incredible talent. That team is very quick, and I was surprised actually how fast and efficient they were offensively in a game of that high stakes, going to TCU against a team that just came off a national championship appearance and winning the ball game was very, very impressive. And Deion Sanders deserves a lot of credit. They'll have to fix a few things, but not a lot. I mean, they went into a shootout and they won it against TCU on the road. It has to be incredible confidence on their side moving forward. And again, you're going to see Dion spar with reporters. He's going to be sticking his chest out on national TV. He'll accept just about any uh, invitation that he gets to get himself in the spotlight, get his program in the spotlight. You're going to see a lot of Deion Sanders. You're going to see a lot of recruits start looking at Colorado. This is going to be competition for everybody, Mizzou, Illinois included, both of you. I mean, it, he's going to go in and try to get everybody now. And that was a – it could not have gone better for Colorado. That team gave up more points – than anyone in the country last year. You could have made the argument they were the worst team in the country, and they have just gone in and beaten TCU on the road. That is that is winning football. That is very, very impressive what Coach Prime pulled off yesterday in a 45-42 win over TCU. A lot of college football. Actually, there's more today. There's more football today 
if you're into all that college football, here are a couple of games for you today. Oregon State, San Jose State's on CBS a little bit later. But tonight, this is a game here. LSU, Florida State in Orlando. National championship implications here. It won't hurt you if you lose this game, but if you win it emphatically, it will absolutely help you come college football playoff time. LSU's a real contender here. Jaden Daniels, their quarterback, is the real deal. He is experienced. He's got some swagger. He's got his teammates behind him. But Florida State has risen to being a power again, and this will be a very good game. LSU's favored by a point and a half. If I were putting a wager on this one, I'd take LSU. I'd give the point and a half. I think LSU's a better team, and I think Kelly's a better coach. But watch out here. This is going to be fun tonight. This one's on ABC at 6.30 tonight, and I absolutely will be watching this. I love this time of year where these college football teams reestablish themselves, and we remember how much fun it is. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll talk some European football. But a team that... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Plays in St. Louis, and they are fun. They are St. Louis City SC. Lutz Fan and Steel is with us next. Welcome back to Ballpark Village. Tom Ackerman with you. Cardinals Nation Restaurant. Sports on a Sunday morning is here until noon. And then Cardinals Network pregame begins at 1220 with Joe Pott, who just texted me. You think Deion Sanders is getting all the attention? Listen to Joe. (laughs) Joe Pott just texted me. Almost 9,000 at City Park last night to see SIUE men's soccer beat SLU 2-0 to win the bronze boot for the first time since 1982. 
We appreciate that, Joe. We absolutely have been pounding that on the show today. See, I told you, you get a big win like that, SIUE won't let you forget it. Joe Pott, Mr. SIUE, and the Cougars got the win over SLU. That's all right. SLU will bounce back from that. They'll be all right. But congrats to SIUE. In fact, Chris May, the director of athletics last hour, congratulated SIUE for playing some great soccer last night, and they did. A 2 nothing win over the men. Women of SLU beat SIUE. By a final of 5-1, to one. it was at City Park. And joining us right now is the sporting director of St. Louis City at Sea, Lutz Fan and Steel. It was nice to see that, knowing Lutz, and I know you were in Kansas City for the match, but the fact that we had a lot of people over at City Park for some college soccer, it just shows you again the soccer footprint that you have here in this region, Lutz. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I heard it was a, it was a good game, a uh, good turnout uh, and definitely, uh, you know, something which, which shows the, the history and also the passion for the sport here. No, no question. I watched all of your game last night and uh, enthusiastic crowd for both sides. You had Kansas City fans, you had St. Louis fans, and I thought a very physical game really from the get-go. Did you feel that? Yeah, there was uh, uh, some physical moments. Uh, you know, um, I think uh, I think first of all you have to say the. The support we had yesterday was amazing. When he came out for the warm-up, it was it felt like a home game. Uh, there was so much uh, city red. So, um, yeah, uh, great support. Uh, I, I'm really sorry that, that we couldn't get a better result uh, for everybody who traveled up there because I know it's a, it's a stinker when you're driving back uh, three and a half, four hours uh, without any points in the bag. Um, but, uh, you know, we just have to try to regroup and, and do better next time. It was physical, uh, Tom. Without any 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 question, I mean, um, you know, we also know that uh, uh, despite looking at the table and and Kansas uh, had a bad start, uh, they are they are a decent team. Uh, we knew it won't be it won't be an easy game, and and uh, yeah, the physical part I think uh, was an important part of the game. Just as uh, the, the refereeing, I think, also played a big role in the game. I'm with you. I, I did not feel that uh, St. Louis got any favors from the officials. Uh, there's no question about that. Is there anything that that stands out to you, though, overall there, without getting you in trouble? I don't know if Major League Soccer imposes fines for, for talking about such things. No, I do know. I mean, I, I think uh, we, are, we have been so far very fair when it came to uh, talking about referees and they. Uh, referees are human beings; they make mistakes. So it's it, it's pretty normal, and, and that happens on, a, on, on, on everywhere in the world. So there, there's no reason for us to complain. I keep on saying it, it evens out uh, over, over the course of the season. Slowly, I start to doubt that because yesterday some of the calls, especially the, the offside goal, um, uh, which was called by Sam, it was such a tight decision, and then the, the way it was handled. Uh, I think we just need a little bit more consistency there when it comes to when it comes to when and how and, well, basically, in what situations the VAR is used. Uh, it didn't go our way, but then again, you know, I, I think uh, um, it's always, uh, if you lose a game, it's easy easiest way to point at the rest. We don't want to do that. Um, it was, of course, there was a few decisions that could have been different, but there is no point to moan. Uh, I think we had it in our own hands uh, to, to pick something up. And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think it was a, a purely decided by the referee what happened. Uh, it was some, some good moments from, from, from sporting. Uh, it was some uh, not-so-good defensive moments on our side, and I think that was the difference between the two teams yesterday. And Berkey made some big saves that 
uh, kept that game as tight as it was, 2-1. to one, Sporting KC beats St. Louis. How do you capture momentum in the sport of soccer? Uh, actually, better asked, how do you not let momentum swing the other way in soccer? How do you recapture it when things aren't going your way in a match, Lutz? You know, it was uh, last week when we played the, the Orlando game. It was a different kind of uh, run of play, but the result was the same, and it was it was pretty similar. We were very close, but just this this decisive moment now towards the end of the season, uh, it keeps on keeps on coming. That just the little detail, the little detail lets us down. Uh, luckily, during the week, you know, we had a we had a, a tough game against Dallas, playing for so long, eleven against ten, which made it more a, a game of. Uh, yeah, being being patient and and being focused uh, to get that three points, which was very important. But uh, yeah, you're perfectly right. It's uh, we have we have uh, only a few more games left, and uh, we are still on top of the table. But now with two away games coming, we need to regroup. We need to we need to try to do certain things better, but still stick to the way we play. Um, uh, try to create as many chances as possible. And, you know, obviously now that late in the season, uh, you want to stay up as high as possible. You want to you want to clinch the playoff spot and uh, it, it's not many games to go. So it's all about all about focus and all about uh, realizing what we can get better. But also what did we could do uh, in, in, in recent weeks, what we did well and then trying to get well prepared uh, to L.A. next weekend. Yeah, after a lot of games in a short period of time, you do have a little time until the L.A. Galaxy, and that'll be a week from today at 7 o'clock in Los Angeles. You'll play on the 16th. That is a Saturday night on the road again, as you mentioned, against Houston. Looking at the table right now, you have a six-point lead on Seattle with LAFC trailing you by seven points along with Real Salt Lake. This Los Angeles Galaxy team near the bottom of the standings in the West. Certainly, I know you won't overlook them. And Houston's pretty good. They're currently fifth in the West. Just how do you see that next opponent, though, the L.A. Galaxy? What will you prepare for? Yeah, if you look at the way, uh, you know, the Galaxy had a, not a very good start in the season, but they, they made some changes. They had some good signings in the, in the break. And when you look at the form table, actually, L.A. Galaxy is pretty high up there. So it will be a, will be a tough one. They looked like they are dead and buried when it came to playoffs. Now they they still have a decent chance to make it. So it will be a, another one like uh, like yesterday, where the opponent has to win. They has to have to get something out to to stay alive when it comes to the hunt for the playoffs. And that makes it very difficult. We know the individual quality they have uh, with, with, with with Puy, with um, uh, of course uh, some other players. You know it's it's it's. LA Galaxy is always a difficult one, but again, um, we dropped one point here. It was 1-1. We were leading up to the 85th minute. We were the better team. I think we want to get that point back, what we what we dropped here. And yeah, I think uh, Tom, we just uh, you know we need to we need to be calm. We need to focus, and uh, we we still up there. But we know things are not things are not getting easier. No, they're not. And I know finally, Lutz, and thank you for doing this. Is that I always get a sense from you and Bradley when I talk to you each week, with all respect to your opponents, it's about you, that, that you're preparing for what you're going to see. But this is, we play a style, we are going to practice it, we are sticking to it, this is who we are each and every week. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's all about identity and also believe what you do, you know, uh, especially the home form and the, the home results. Oh, we're fantastic, uh, uh, you know, away 
uh, it's always difficult. And if you look into the league, and I'm not just talking about us, I'm talking about everybody. The Western Conference this year, it's crazy. Everybody can beat everybody. It's uh, it's so tight. It's uh, literally every weekend you don't know uh, what is going to happen elsewhere, and everybody drops some points. Um, so it's it's a dogfight. It's 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 an up and down. And it, uh, you said it perfectly right. It's up to us. We need to play our game. We shouldn't think too much about the opponent. And um, we we I think we proved by now that we can beat everybody. And if we go with that mentality. And I think now it comes down to, to grinding and fighting, and it's all about mentality. Just to really stick to that idea, stick to the principles, don't get nervous. And, yeah, then, you know, go with, a, a, I think, a, a big backpack full of confidence to, to L.A. Thank you for doing this today. We really appreciate it. We are coming to you from Ballpark Village. I know that you'll be busy just up the road from us in downtown West getting ready for L.A. I appreciate the time very much, and good luck next weekend. Thank you so much. Lutz Steel, Sporting Director, St. Louis City SC, joins us every Sunday at 11.15 on Sports on a Sunday morning. 11.30 guest is always with us as well. That's John Mosellock. The president of baseball operations is coming up right after the break. The Cardinals are taking on the Pirates this afternoon at 1.15. We'll be right back with you from Ballpark Village, Cardinals Nation, Sports on a Sunday morning, sponsored by Graybar. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back. We are located at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village today. It's a great day for baseball as the Cardinals take on the Pirates. A bright, sunny day in downtown St. Louis. Another great crowd last night. John Mosellock is with us, president of baseball operations. Mo, good morning. How are you doing? Well, uh, hanging in there. Uh, Obviously, uh, it's been a a tough couple weeks of baseball, tough season of baseball. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of frustrations everywhere, but... As you pointed out last night, pretty exciting crowd down here. I think uh, the people that were here um, were enjoying their time. Lovely night for baseball, so uh, unfortunately bad outcome. Yeah, they were entertained, and then the end, the home run given up, and Palacios hits it. I know that you're shorthanded last night on players that can close, but if you're wearing a Cardinals uniform, regardless of situation, uh, you want to see them get the job done, and I know that you know, right now where you are in the standings, wins and losses don't uh, tip the meter all that much, but it still hurts, doesn't it? It definitely hurts. Like it's, it's funny you bring that up. I mean, like I was driving home last night, and it's like even though you're in last place, you still, like those kind of losses always sting. Um, and, you know, even in years when you have a, a ton of success, losing a game in the ninth is always uh, disheartening. So, um, yeah, it, 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 it's not fun. It stinks. And, um, you know, obviously today's a new day. But really to your point on, on yes, we're shorthanded. Yes, we're not what we thought we were going to look like when we broke in April. But I do think that, that our fans and, and, and really the guys in the clubhouse have to realize, like, these last four weeks still matter. Um, there's a, a lot of decisions that are going to be made based on, on how people perform, how people show up each day. And, it's it's is it is a valuable time and uh, yeah I wish we were leading our division I w- wish we were contemplating how to think about October but 
we're not. What we are thinking about is, you know, how we can, can fix where we are and, and what adjustments we can make to, to certainly see improvement upon where we are. Mo, uh, how do you evaluate beyond stats? Because obviously you're paying very close attention to numbers and how players perform, but there's also that category of winning player, and you want to assemble as many of those as you can. What is a winning player to you, and, and how do you kind of you know narrow that down? Well, I think it starts with, first off, sort of assessing opportunity, right? Um, and what I mean by that is over the next four weeks, we might not, you might not see the lineup that you think will give you the best chance to win, but it might give us an opportunity to see some players that we haven't seen on a regular basis. So that helps us be able to evaluate more. And then when you really talk about, like, like how do you evaluate, that's, that's different from just looking at the statistics, performance, or analytics, is a lot of what happens behind the scenes and how people or are adjusting to this environment and to playing environment. And so all that will be factored in. Obviously, we uh, rely heavily on, on what the coaching staff sees and, and, and hears because they have a much more intimate view than, than most people. And, and so that will all get factored into how we think about where our players are and, and really what we need to do as we start to uh, turn the page and approach 2024. Certainly. And in 2024, we all know what you're doing. I mean, there's no secret that you're going after pitching and trying to acquire pitchers to fill out your rotation and quite possibly your bullpen without obviously revealing some of the things that you're that you're writing down and and accumulating right now as you get closer to that. Uh, What is the approach? Is it a cast a wide net? Do Do you have an idea of what type of pitcher you want to get when it comes to ability and also cost? I think the answer from a broad sense is, of course, it's going to be a wide net approach, but I don't think it's giving it justice. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll have a lot of meetings, a lot of time to really strategize on how we want to hit the ground running come uh, first or second week of November. And, and make sure that, that as we enter the general manager's meetings, we have a plan, we, we know what we want to do, and hopefully we can stick to it and be true to it. You had yesterday a transaction in that you had Adam Wainwright start pushed back to Thursday. Let's start with that. Uh, Wainwright and Ollie Marmel was with us last hour, so he did tell us that there was a need for that, that Adam, it, as it turns out, he's going to be pitching in Atlanta which is great and all, but it also had to do with the fact that he needed a little more time? Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, the, the, the last part of this, this season, you take somebody like Adam Wainwright, who it's, it's definitely been not what we all hoped for, and there's reasons for that. And, and to get him to maybe give him his best chance of success, it made sense to give him a little bit of a pause. You also made a move in that Zach Thompson gets the start today, but then you claimed from the Reds outfielder Michael Ciani. I don't, I don't know much about him. Uh, you optioned him, and Guillermo Zuniga was placed on the 60-day IL. Tell us about your new outfielder. Yeah, so he is somebody that back in the draft years ago we had some interest in and, and obviously didn't weren't able to draft him, but he's a, he's a defensive center fielder, plus-plus speed, you know, the biggest question is, is, is he going to hit enough to be a regular at the major league level? But given where we are, 
given that he was out on um, waivers, we decided to put a claim on him, get a look at him for the next four weeks and determine if if he's going to be a resource for us moving forward. I wanted to give it a little more time before I came back to you on this, but Thomas Sejaci, I mean, I've, He's a player. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. I, I want to see him at this level, but so far, from what I can see, uh, he is a legitimate offensive bat. Uh, wh- what is he like? What is the rest of his game like? And for that matter, how do you evaluate his offense? Well, I, I think I echo what you what you just said. Uh, obviously, I have not personally seen him. I will get to see him play this week because I'm heading to Springfield. But um, So I'm excited about that. And I think, you know, next week I'll have a better answer for you on, like, sort of what's the overall uh, uh, strategy for him and plan. But, you know, clearly short-term view on him has been really impressive. Uh, Takoa Roby, uh, what do you think about the early returns on him? Uh, super excited. Feedback from our minor league staff is, is he's the real deal. And so, obviously, he's going to have to stay healthy. But if he does, it's an exciting arm. And then up here, finally, uh, getting Ryan Helsley back has to be a huge plus for you just to see what you have. Uh, in addition to Lars Newtbar getting back at it, and he pummels one yesterday, along with Tyler and Jordan. They, they all had a nice day. Yeah, I think in, in Helsley's case, the most important part, again, is, is you know this last four weeks. And, you know, can he show he can go back-to-back days? Can he show that, that he can handle that volume from a physical standpoint and, and – that way we can have confidence knowing what 2024 looks like with him. So, uh, again, important. Um, obviously, uh, getting him back, we're excited about. And the, the runway's short, but hopefully he can take advantage of that runway. Thank you for all of this, all the information and answers, and we hope you have a great Sunday that the Cardinals have a better outcome for you as they take on the Pirates today. <laughs> that I'd be grateful for, so thank you, Tommy. Absolutely. John Mozalock, president of baseball operations with us on KMOX. Been a tough year for sure, but the Cardinals uh, will be finishing this one out. We'll see how things turn out today. We're going to talk it over with Joe Pott and see what he has in store for the network pregame. Also, his experience last night at City Park in the bronze boot. I have a few other thoughts. This is just a busy time right now. There's a lot going on in sports. We'll touch on all of it. We'll review it. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. We are glad you're with us and that you make this part of your Sunday. I can't tell you how many people come up to me now and say, you know what? I listened to sports on a Sunday morning back in the day. I listened to it when Ron Jacober took over. I listened to it when Mike Kelly was the host, and I listened to it now, and it is part of my daily, or my Sunday routine. It just is, and we can't thank you enough for that. So thanks for staying with us all these years. We'll be back in just a moment. Sports on a Sunday morning continues from Ballpark Village, Cardinals Nation, right after this. Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. I really like this story as well. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Tom Ackerman with you at Ballpark Village. Eli Gold, voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide, longtime voice of NASCAR, and at one point, a blues broadcaster. He actually worked with the St. Louis Blues broadcast team, spent some time here. Eli Gold back in the Alabama radio booth yesterday. He missed all of last season with stage three cancer. He was back in there as Alabama played last night. They won, of course. Uh, they are one of the better teams in the country. Alabama uh, played yesterday and beat Middle Tennessee State 56-7, fourth-ranked team in the country. We'll 
be right back at it, but it's good to hear Eli Gold back again. He, as I understand it, will only do home games. Uh, he will not travel with the team, but exciting to hear. You know, there are some sports where our teams, I should say, where I will listen to the radio broadcast when they are on, and Alabama is one of those. If I know that Alabama is playing, I will get in the car or I will tune my phone or radio to hear Eli call the game. He is that good, uh, and I think it's a, a big part of the experience is that longtime familiar voice. Now, we've done it for years here in St. Louis. We're doing it right now with Rooney Horton and Claiborne calling the games on the radio side. Uh, Jim Jackson, the engineer, it's just that stability, that familiar voice. Mike Shannon had it forever, Jack Buck, so many. And that's Eli Gold to those Alabama fans. And, and you know, you can think what you want about Alabama football, but there is no question that the entire college football world is backing Eli Gold and what his voice means to Alabama football is just immense. And it, it made me very happy. That was one of my favorite things that happened yesterday in sports. Joining us right now is longtime voice of SIUE, the Cougars. He's also our weekend host on Sports Open Line and our Cardinals pregame and postgame coverage. It's Joe Pott with us here at Cardinals Nation. How are you, Joe? I am well. Doing good? Uh, good. And you were very active last night, as a matter of fact, as SIUE, first of all, Congrats to the SLU women. They win it. They win the bronze boot 5-1 to one over SIUE yesterday. You had the broadcast as the men came through with a 2 to nothing victory over SLU. First bronze boot since 1982 for the Cougars, and it happened at City Park in front of 9,000 people. That's pretty good stuff. So, the uh, you know, I'm, I'm confident most listeners or a lot of your listeners know what the history of uh, St. Louis U and, and SIUE uh, especially in soccer, the the history that goes back here to right where we're sitting, probably at, at Old Bush Stadium, and that game was held here from 1972 to 1985. They had huge crowds. In fact, still the NCAA record for a men's soccer game is a bronze boot game between SIUE and St. Louis University, 22,512 fans in the 1980 game. Um, and, and this was sort of a reestablishment of that Rivalry back in downtown St. Louis, of course, at a world-class facility in City Park. And I don't think it, it, it could not have been more of a special night for both of those schools, for all four teams, the two women's sides, the two men's sides, just to be back in downtown St. Louis, it was it was really fun. We know all about the history of St. Louis University soccer going back to the early days, but they've won more national championships than any other men's soccer program. What is the SIUE story, and how did it become such a strong program? Well, Bob Gelker, who started the St. Louis University program, also started the SIUE program, left St. Louis, went over to SIUE, won a what was then called the College Division National Championship. That was a D2 in 1972, and then went on to win a Division I title at SIUE in 1979. So he was the first coach to win both the D2 and the D1 uh, national title at the same institution. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Over 30 years ago, it was that can-do spirit which helped the founder of Reinhold Flooring start the business, installing Reinhold quality carpet and beautiful flooring himself. Now, Reinhold Flooring is still family-owned and operated and winning St. Louis Magazine's best flooring store two years in a row. With Reinhold Flooring, it's not about the sale, it's about the amazing floor to perfectly match your house and your life. Customer-driven since day one. Visit ReinholdFlooring.com. With so many ideas you can do, do it with a can-do crew at Reinhold Flooring. ReinholdFlooring.com. Make the Goodwill choice. Donate to Goodwill and help put people to work right here in St. Louis. And help yourself to a Lion's Choice famous roast beef sandwich. Clean out those closets and cabinets. Take your donations to Goodwill during the month of September and you'll get a coupon for an original Lion's Choice roast beef sandwich courtesy of Lion's Choice. Give hope. Give local. Give Goodwill. It's the right choice for Lion's Choice. Hurry. Supplies are limited. Get details at MERSGoodwill.org. But back in downtown is what's really special about it. Absolutely right. Uh, You know, I have uh, a great appreciation for everyone at SAUE, and I'm not just saying it because you're here, but it is a great campus. And I know I talk a lot about SLU. They're our partner. I spent a lot of time on the broadcast team at Mizzou, and my dad went there, and I grew up there. Lord knows I speak enough about Indiana University, my alma mater, which I love and I always will, and – SIUE to me is still a gem. I want want to say hidden gem because that doesn't give it enough respect. But I think that when you go back to campus, if you haven't been there for a while, you're seeing things moving more than ever. You're seeing a lot of people talking about it. And now, you know, your athletic programs are getting some attention. I mean, Brian Baroni's got that basketball team going, but it's not just that. It's just Edwardsville in general is a great community. You live in St. Louis County, but you commute to Edwardsville for work. If people don't realize you work in the athletic department uh, as their director of broadcasting and communications. And it's easy to get to, is it not, and a great place to spend the day. It's great, uh, without a doubt. And uh, I think that and the community, as you mentioned, even in the time I've been there, this is my 16th school year there. Edwardsville has grown up. There are so many. There are, right now there is a whole development going in with new uh, retail, new, new restaurants, new stores. Uh, and it's been that way as long as I have been there. It has continued to grow up. It has continued to develop around the university. There's 2,600 acres on the SIUE campus. It's like driving onto a state park, and I'm not exaggerating when I say it that. It is. It is. You got beautiful. that long entrance going in. It's great. It is unbelievable. Um, it is a wonderful place to be. Obviously, I wouldn't be there this long if it wasn't. 
Uh, and with regards to the athletics program, you know, still a relatively young Division One program. Uh, 2008 was the first year that the program started making the transition from D2 to D1. Uh, brand new athletic director and Andrew Gavin, who's not been there uh, yet uh, an entire calendar year. Um, and, and he is bringing in staff and he is doing things that needed to be done at SIUE to continue to enhance the brand and continue to enhance the stature of the athletic program. Trying to get this Cardinals organization back to a world championship level will take some time. I still don't feel like they're that far off on the offensive side or the defensive side for that matter, but they have to address pitching. John Mosellock was on last segment. I know you're going to be talking here in the network pregame about this a little bit. Um, they are. They do have a plan in place. He's not going to let us know because he doesn't want to let teams know. He needs to continue to have that leverage. But this project is ongoing, and it's incredibly important. They have to get this right. I, 100% they do. Uh, and I think that, you know, as much as, as we feel, as much as close as we feel, you and I and the Cardinals fans, can you imagine what it's like for John Mozeliak and Michael Gersh and for that ownership group? You think they're not hurting from this, this season? You think it doesn't keep them up at night thinking about how do we turn this around? How do we get back to what Cardinal baseball is? There's no question about it. And, and – they, they are set up better than we probably think they are, just as you said. They're not going to reveal that to us. Um, and it, I, I have all confidence in the world that this is going to be uh, a much – that it's going to be a much better 2024 than it was a 2023. We have about a minute to go. What do you have coming up on the show today? Of course, as always, we'll hear from the uh, Cards manager, Oliver Marmel. Uh, he'll talk about his lineup. Of course, as you mentioned, Adam Wainwright pushed back. He was going to start today. Zach Thompson, who, by the way, has been really good, 1-2 and two with a sub-3 ERA over his last seven games. That's four starts, uh, seven games in total. So uh, he'll be the pitching matchup against old friend Johan Oviedo here this afternoon. And, uh, you know, we'll get it. We'll get everybody set up for this final game here against the Pirates. And then what do you have on the grill uh, tonight at the uh, pot household? So the pot household, we're shifting to my sister's, the Thompson household, but we've got the old standby pork steaks tonight when I get Ooh. off of the air here. Oh, I'm still debating what I want to do. <laughs> I'm still debating what I, but the grill will be active at the of Ackerman course. House. There's no question about that. Yep. Have a great show. We'll be listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. Joe Pott, he has Cardinals Network pregame, Amber and Total Access. That starts at 1220, although he'll come on right after the noon news and lead you up to that. From this same spot, Cardinals Nation, we've been at it since 10 o'clock this morning, and we turn it over to Joe now. Sports on a Sunday morning sponsored by Graybar. We say so long for just a moment and to the news. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.